Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a and a car. Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode number 50. On today's show, Cassis ruled the Kaiser Chiefs have been bad, bad boys, despite their appeal to the contrary. Also on the show, does Kune still have what it takes and will Kaiser Chiefs be patient with Gavin Hunt? Whether you're listening to us on Soccer Laduma, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or, 90, or Maya Gang's 96.7 FM's Game Time, welcome to the show. Usually at this point, I'd say that I'm not alone, but today I really, really am. In the studio at least, as all our guests will be joining via the power of the internet. Yes. I've heard that his jokes are so bad that this week he has to tell them from 400 kilometers away. It's Sean Roberts. How are you doing, yes. sir? Thank you, Simon. Fresh, fresh, brother. How's the garden route treating you? Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love it out here. It's the best. It is. And joining him in the hot seat is the master of style, Mr. Swag himself. Teko Medise, how are you doing? Um, good and you, sir. Excellent, excellent. Oh, well. Well, I believe it's time for us to brace ourselves. <laughs> Sean Roberts, if you got the joke of the day for us. The joke of the day, right. Why don't crabs donate to charity? Because they are shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it must be because I'm a dad that I find that funny. It uh, is hilarious. Teko, what do you think? Uh, it's a white man's joke, bro. Anyway. Jeez. Teko, Sundance Chiefs. Sundance Chiefs. What can we say, bro? What's your thought on it? Uh, I think I think Sundowns made very good use of their new signings. I think Kermit's finish was world class. I I think it was a very convincing performance from Sundowns, even though there's a lot of um what's improvement to be done on their side. Um, Chiefs did have their opportunities, I think. Uh, I think Billiard should have scored at least one. But positives on that, he's getting into those positions. He's getting a lot more freedom. But again, it's the Kaiser Chiefs defense that's letting them down, which I think Gavin actually said um, after the game as well. Um, but yeah, good to see Manuleka come on and make a difference, uh, getting that penalty. We'll talk about Kune afterwards, but I think he had a bit of a rough day at the office, to be honest. Um, yeah, a fair result at the end of the day. And um, it, look, it, it could have been, I think Sundowns were the better team, but it could have been 3-1, 3-2. I think Chiefs, and if, it, look, if, if, if Karma took one or two of those chances, it could have been a whole different ball game. But uh, at the end of the day, a fair result. What do you think? I, I was very impressed with um, with, with, um, with how Mamre the Sundowns approached the game. Yeah. Um, looking at the new players that they have and with the limited time they they had with probably maybe trying to uh, make sure that these guys fit into the system and understand what Mamil Sundance is about. But they look very, very dangerous. They did. Yeah, and 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 it didn't help as well with um with Kizu Chief's defense. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Kizu Chief just you know just relaxed or letting Mamil Sundance do whatever they want to do. Mm. I think when playing against a team like Mamrulisan that are good in position of the ball, you need to decide whether you want to press them high and make sure that they don't get into those dangerous areas. Or if you sit as a low block defending, you need to be um, wary of what you're going to do when you have the ball. 
how are you going yeah. to use it? And I think Kama had a couple of chances, like you said, and, and mm-hmm. uh, Dennis Unyango had great saves. Mm-hmm. But but the, I think the biggest problem on that game because Jeeves was their defense. Yeah, as um, always, we keep yeah, on saying it. Yeah, and 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 sometimes I'd say I'd say like uh, we all say like uh, the defenders, but sometimes it it's, it all also depends on how the whole team defends structurally. Sure. Because I think if the midfielders all were enough, were compact enough. They wouldn't allow your Timberzoni to have those space in the midfield. They wouldn't allow your Josh Malilika to make those run behind yeah. the defense. So I think there's a collective mistake within the team itself. But Sundowns show, showed up and had a great performance. And uh, and they they if if Shalilila and, and Kemet continue the way they are, it's uh, going to be a problem. It's, it's going to be, be a big problem. Yeah, well, not for Sundowns, but for every other team playing yeah, against yeah, yeah. them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean but I mean, you, you think about it, they've what had 10 days, 14 days together in the training pitch and they, they're synchronizing like that already. It's frightening. Yeah, and, 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 and on that, you must understand Shalili hasn't found his form yet. Sure. They haven't understood how Shalili plays. So with Kemet, it's, it's easier because he plays in between the spaces. That's what Mamie Sundowns does. Mm. But Shalili is the guy that goes beyond, uh, 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 over the top. He can, he can press, he can score with the headers, he can shoot, he can, he can score any goal. So now, if imagine if they understand Shalili's quickly, or Shalili gets into the, into that form, but yet again he scored, so maybe his confidence will be up, and then and then it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see how Mumbai Sundowns will play this whole season, especially with the personnel on the pitch, because you can see also with their subs, the way they're making their subs, there's there's good intentions that listen, this is how we wanna go, but we wanna introduce other guys slowly, uh, slowly but surely, but. It's, yeah. it's, it's, I'm just saying, Sundowns are uh, a team to beat again this season. Yeah, it's, uh, and you actually look at that bench and you think to yourself, oh my word, how's this team even going to be beaten this season at all? But uh, yeah, I mean, time will tell. And you've got to look at um, quite a tough day for Timulin Kune back, back as number one. Um, wasn't convincing. And um, the signing of now Brandon Peterson for Kaiser Chiefs, although, although he's not going to be part of it this season at all. Um, Daniel Lakpai is starting against Chippa last night. Do you think the writing's on the wall for it too, or do you think it was just a bad day at the office? Or where do you, how do you see this panning out? Firstly, I would say um, I'm glad that Gavin Hunt is uh, KZ Chiefs coach. Mm-hmm. I've seen coaches uh, um, at KZ Chiefs being scared to to make such decisions. Yes. To, to, to bench players that are underperforming to leave them out of the squad, irrespective of who they are. Yeah. And Governor Hunt, by doing that with Edu, I think it's is he's just sending a message to the whole team. Yeah. Because you true, look at you, you look at the guys that he dropped for yesterday's game. He dropped Parker, he dropped uh Katsande, he dropped uh, uh Sasman. Sasman, um Pasele, and he made five subs. He changed five. Yeah. So and and you look at how they played yesterday. They were very solid, and uh, they played with intent. You could tell that you know Kamo was free. Kamo wanted to score. Castro was was running socks off. Lebo Manyama was given the responsibility to carry the team. He did yeah. exactly that. It was just it was just refreshing to see how how, how Kedichis played yesterday. Even though there's a lot, there's a long way to go. There's a lot of things to be improved. But at some point, you need to start somewhere. And I think this yesterday was very very. Uh, very nice to see. I, I agree. Well, let, let's talk about it a bit uh, last night. Um, mm. Very good result for Chiefs. Lots of youngsters being used and we can talk about this and I want to ask you the question. Um, 
do you think this ban now could be an advantage to Chiefs in a way long term uh, where are they are now being forced to use their youngsters which we have seen in last night's game for example um, and they've they excelled last night, especially in Jabulu Bloom, who was, I think was phenomenal. Um, so in this forced opportunity to rebuild one squad, um, I think it's a great opportunity, number one, for Gavin to cement himself long-term as a Kaiser Chiefs coach because th they have no choice now to use the youngsters. Um, mm. So do you think, if you understand my question, do you think this is a blessing in disguise? Because I know a lot of teams don't get this opportunity because there's too much pressure for results, results, results. Yeah. Now with Chiefs in this opportunity where they have to use their youngsters and and in turn rebuild an mm. aged squad because we've, look, we've spoken about the squad over the past season where it is an old squad mm. and um, they needed fresh faces and this is such a great opportunity for for the rebuild to happen. So um, although maybe the Amakosi faithful can't see it at the moment, they might still be a bit still frustrated about last season's results. Yeah. But going forward, the next season, two seasons, three seasons, if they're given that time, I think Kaiser Chiefs can build a squad that'll be unbeatable for the next five, six seasons. Yeah, I think it's it's a blessing that came by default. Yes. And uh, now, like you said, they don't have a choice but to try and use what they have. And also it gives uh, those youngsters an opportunity to be seen, opportunity to stem their authority, opportunities to play for the big team like Kaiser Chiefs. Because if things were not the way they are, we all know that we wouldn't be able to see Blom, we wouldn't be able to see Ngovo play. Yeah. It will be a different personnel on the pitch. Right. Um, it's, it's, it's been coming. Yes, it, it didn't come at the right time. It didn't come nicely, but it's been coming. It was supposed to be done by probably two or three previous coaches. Yeah. And uh, Gavin Hunt, um, he's the kind of coach, if you look at his resume, he's been the coach that works uh, from the ground up with all yep. the teams that he won. So this is not new to him, mm -hmm. but the pressure is different because yep. this is the team that lost uh, the championship last season with, you know, you know how, how they lost. And it's a team that hasn't been winning championship for such a long time. Yeah. And now yep. they, they, they didn't want to, or they had no time to rebuild the team because the demands were so high for them to win something from the fans. Right. So now the situation actually forces the fans and the team to accept what's happening except the reality. And I think when once the fans accept the, the fans accept the reality, I think it's gonna be easy for them to to be lenient to the players, so to be lenient to the coach mm. and, and understand that okay, um that this is what we have, this is the situation that we have. Now we need to put more effort on in terms of supporting the team. And also with Gavin Hunt as well, it challenges him. Now he has to um, um, bring out the best even on in, on the younger ones. Now you have to work harder. Yeah. Where if you didn't have an extra training, you need to start doing those with the younger ones. And I think I think for me, um, um, if Gavinan succeed, which he will this season, mm. I think it will change the mindset of Kids Chiefs as a franchise. The whole mm. Kids Chiefs franchise, I think the mindset will change. Kids Chiefs will go back to what Kids Chiefs used to be. Kids yeah. Chiefs used to be the type of a team that will always find their players from a development structure, bring them up and become one of the most recognized players within the league. The list goes on, your doctor, your Jabupule, the list goes on. Yeah. But yeah. at some point, because of the demands and 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 just following the trend of other teams as well, they started losing their way. Uh, if I may jump in there, Sean. Um, yes, sir. So, Teko, you know, you've said lots on the show that um, you really 
have respect for Gavin Hunt and you think it's mm. the right decision. And now I've just said, you know, uh, this is an opportunity for Kaiser Chiefs to change the mindset of the franchise. But do you think the fans are going to be patient? Do you think they're going to be willing to to wait out the time that it needs to turn the team around? Well, they've got no choice at the moment, Simon. Mm. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean? The band's been upheld. Um, and, and I think if we go back to last night's game, um, you, you're going to look at the Amakosi faithful and they're going to be very happy with what they saw last night. Mm. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say it's going to happen every week um, mm. because we know youngsters, they, they're sometimes a bit hot and cold, but you've seen the rise of someone like Njibola Bloom, for example, who was used sparingly last season with Ernst and who did very well um, at, at, in sometimes the right back position. Um, but... But as the Amakosi faithful, you've got no choice to be fa- uh, to be patient at the moment. Um, but but Teko, do you think now with this with this band being upheld, um, the pressure is slightly off Gavin in a way, or it, it, do you think it's 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 head down? The pressure's a bit more now that uh, he needs to get these youngsters through the ranks. You know, Sean. Honestly, in my heart, I actually believe that Gavin Hunt signed that contract knowing what's going to happen mm. because um, um, I think maybe that's the first thing that you asked as a coach, what's the situation with the case? Would I be able to get the players that I want to be actually, to actually do what the contract says? The contract mm. has mandates. And, um, and I strongly believe that he knew exactly what he was getting himself into. But yet again, if you, if, if you look at it, um, this was the right time for governor to coach a big team. There was no other way. You couldn't go anywhere else. You know, and uh, and for me is he 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 needs he needs time, and at the same time he doesn't. Mm. It's it's it's. I think as a team, Chiefs, the management, everybody that's within there, understand what the situation is and understand what needs to be done. I think it's 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 high time for the fans, Casey Chiefs fans, to to be supportive towards their team understanding what's happening right now if you're yeah. not a real if you're not a real case chiefs fan and then you're not going to support your team then you don't understand what's going on then you're being emotional you don't understand your team but yet again i think this is the team that can still compete this yes. is the team that can all oh, that, that that can be very very interesting and entertaining the whole season with what they have because now what it does is it it, it actually starts pushing the guys to be the best possible version of themselves sure because now there's no other choice. They know that they have to play. We sure. don't have time. And also, it, 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 it might be a wake-up call to other guys. Like Yun Changa say, it might be a wake-up mm-hmm. call that I need to work, I need to work harder because once, once, once um, um, Casey Chiefs is allowed to sign, Casey Chiefs is not going to sign 10, 15 players. Sure. They're going to sign one or two because by then they'll already have a team. Yeah, you know what and, I'm saying? And, and, exactly. And you're also going to look at, just to add on there, Someone like, uh, for example, Willard Katsande, um, I think he's into his last year at Kaiser Chiefs. And now all of a sudden these youngsters are coming through and they're performing. You know, you've you got to be thinking what's going through someone like his head as well. Yeah. But, but, but honestly, Sean, you, 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 you as, a, as a footballer, you, there's certain things that you need to expect and, and, and be honest to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, at where Katsande is, at some point, somebody else was when Katsande started playing against Chiefs. Sure. So I think I, I think we 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 as a team um, we need to understand that the season is long. Everybody's important. Everybody can do the business. I think it's important if if he's not playing, he's not part of the team. He 
he, he helps the team by guiding the younger ones on how to do things like he was guided at at the time but yet again it's 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 when when the season when the season is done the coach will look back and see who is valuable for me whether on the pitch or off the pitch mm. or some other guys are very good by 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 bringing the dressing room together they're very important with with bringing the morale with the team together some of the guys when they're not playing they're very grumpy sure and Gavin will get rid of those very very quickly yeah who, who do you think in your opinion is that guy in the change room at Chiefs that um, even though he's not playing will 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 bring he's the unity he, he's the he's the guy that brings everyone together ah you... Bennett Parker most definitely yeah, 100%. I know Bennett Parker is, mm. is is a genuine professional, and 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 whenever he's given an opportunity, Bennett Parker, even if he can play for three minutes, yeah, he'll yeah. he'll work hard. But I think I think I, I had this conversation yesterday with one of my guys. I said, I wish Bennett Parker can adjust to what the game requires right now, for him, at his age. Let right. me let me explain. Like with 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 experience that he has, I wish he can he can. I understand he works harder. I think he can work smarter by 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 freeing himself, knowing exactly when to move and how to move, and when to receive the ball and 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 be the more creative, the more smarter guy on the pitch. Because the more you grow up, the more the more you mature on the on the, on the ball. And I think he's that type of a guy. And I think sometimes as footballers, we 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 don't adjust quickly to what our age is saying or what our body is saying. Yeah. And I think I just wish that if he can adjust to that. He can be the best number 10 at KZ Chiefs merely because he knows how to score goals. He's smart mm. if he can work smarter. But yet again, here's the team that hasn't won for so long. There's no mm. time for that. The coach wants everybody to work hard. Mm. But I think once everything is settled, I just hope that he that he can adjust to that role and be that guy for KZ Chiefs. How, how old is Bernard now? Isn't he 32, 31, 32, 33, somewhere there? Okay, yeah. I thought he was older. So there's still time. <laughs> there's, there's still time. But yeah. but yet again, he's the guy that has played in the PSL for how long? He's played in the Bafana for He's been there. But what I'm saying is that we, we can't be as fans looking at Bernard Parker as that guy that needs to run press the defenders and score every week. So now what do you do as 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 you, you readjust your position, you play you play deeper a little bit and you're more in control of the ball, you use the ball smart because of you know that you don't have the legs to press and mark and do all those things. So you're the guy that actually when everybody's biting in the midst, well, they give the ball to to be that creative guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I like it. Interesting. Let's um let's move on to some transfer news, what's been happening. Oh, oh, oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> Mlambo to Amazulu, Teko. Yes. Great signing. I, I think it's it's one of the players that we we most people are um, are sleeping on. Mm. I think most coaches and teams are sleeping on Mlambo. What do you mean by that? By maybe the whole of last season because he didn't get game time. And when he was free, um, none of... Okay, but it's it's unfair to say that. But I, I, I just wish that he could, he could be at Sundowns. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Tell us why, Teko. <laughs> um, at Sundowns, there's so many midfielders. Individually, they contribute to the team differently. But none of the midfielders that are at Sundowns have the qualities of column love. Wow. None. None. So, wh- so what's gone wrong? Look, he hasn't been playing for long. He hasn't been playing at Orlando Pirates for long. For a season and a half, he's been struggling to play, to get game time. To, and, 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 and we all know, to be your best, you need to play regularly. And he, sure. he struggled with that. Yeah. And sometimes to, to, to get a player to come to, 
like a sundance or a super sport like that it becomes very tricky because you don't know whether he'll still be the guy that you know uh, showed us magic two years or three years ago but for me also is super sport lost thin famine they don't have they haven't found a, a proper replacement yet in the midfield well they they signed uh lucky mahomie didn't they oh come on <laughs> you, you've asked me have they found a replacement i said they signed lucky mahomie what are you saying come on sean oh which means you didn't answer my question <laughs> Yo, shots fired. Shots fired. No, Odyssey, Odyssey nothing, no, 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 guys. I mean, what I'm saying is like, um, can we compare talent to talent? I'm not comparing uh, the person, Lucky, the person, or sure. Paula, the person. I'm talking about talent. I, I, I find it very und- uh, difficult to understand. Like, um, like if if I'm if if I'm Super Sport United, I'm chasing. I'm forever within things, playing cup finals. You know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the league. You know, when when I beef up, I I, I need to beef up in positions and the players that I know for a fact that they can they can do the job. Mm. And and if this one or two positions that they're struggling with right now is it's one center back and a midfield a six yeah a proper six mm. now they're sacrificing this talented boy mcguin and now playing as a six mm. they need a proper six but that's the thing like then and then and then and then there's nothing wrong with like muhumi let me tell you what's going to happen like muhumi hasn't been playing for four years or three years whatever whatever years he's been playing at sundance He's going to get to super sport now. He needs to adjust to the, to the game. He's going to play one or two games, get injured, is out again because he hasn't been playing for long. So what, okay. do, you do, what, do, you, what do you do then? You go back to, to your normal system. Mm. So I'm just saying that sometimes with, 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 with how we scout, I, I, guys, but I'm not a scout, but I'm just saying, I, I, for me, he'll suit very well super sport with Mbulede and... Uh, and Mukwena, oh, get to Sundance and fight for his position. But yet again, that's what he was doing at Flutter Pride. So maybe he wants a fresher start. Somewhere he will be guaranteed the game time. But I'm just saying, look, watch, watch this boy this season. Watch, watch him when he plays. Just watch how he plays. That's what I'm saying. Interesting. And, and just let's stick with Amazulu. Um, Shaba to Amazulu. Yes, um, yes, yes. What, uh, I, I know we spoke about it last week. And Ayanda Nkosi said... This week in in the Laduma, I know he's he's obviously hasn't found a club for very long, and um, he said it's all about who you know in the game, how to get a contract in the club. He also says he doesn't understand Shaba's move to Amazulu. I, I presume he's just very frustrated that he he hasn't got a contract. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your feeling on it's all about who you know in the game to get a contract? I'm sure there is some truth in that, but I'm sure talent does play a part. There's some truth in that. I, I I used to feel like that when I was young, that it's all about who you know, because I had to move from Joba to be recognized somewhere. Yeah. But also, the, it also um, I also realized also when I get when I was getting older that it also helps in what you do and what you did for the game. Right. And uh, that resume actually speaks for itself. It makes people want to have a conversation with you. It makes people want to have you on your team. Hmm. Um, if if he's struggling with the team, he he, it's it's not a bad thing. He's not the only player that's struggling with getting a team. She says a lot of players, eh? A oh. lot, of, a lot of players, and uh, and he he hasn't been playing regularly. There's still Butlem Kwaras who was playing regularly for four years at Bit Bit Bit. He still hasn't found a team. Yeah, yeah. Klanti, who's a national team player, he still hasn't found a team. Yeah. 
So guys, yeah. can we can we focus on other people? Like, I I understand the frustration of the boy, but 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 look at what's on your plate. Leave Shaba alone. Shaba has done what you probably you'll never do in a football game. Damn. So I don't I don't like I don't like I don't like youngsters when they're disrespecting the guys that have paved the way for them to be where they are. Yeah. Without doing anything, like I I don't care who you are. If if guys came before you and they. They are they are true professionals and they respect the game and the game respected them back. If you've nothing and nothing nice to say about them, whatever your frustrations may be, keep quiet. Sure, don't, don't voice it to you. Don't no, come on. Public. No, like if you don't understand Shaba's movement, so so now Shaba must make moves that you understand, so that what should happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I think it's good. I I think the the intent from Amazulu this season actually shows it shows their intent in terms of what they've done in this transfer market doesn't mm. it I'm, I'm quite uh I like always, yeah we always complain about amazulu every year 16 like 15th 14th position and he's come out he's spending a bit of money and um i think he's made some good signings he's smart yeah i think he's smart and look at look at look at the english uh, shabba's angle it's to try and rebrand amazulu as well sure and and also make Amazulu that interesting team that top players somewhere they also want to come and join Amazulu as well. It's a big club, Teko. It's a big club, but yet again, it was in a team that was playing well, so good. none of the good players wanted to go there. So now, if if you change the face of Amazulu, they started playing well. You can attract good players. I think that's what they're going at. And 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 look at the signings that they've done. Um, but I'm still saying they really, really, really need to get. A, um, um, a technical advice because because stuff like this with, with high quality players like this and mm. and a very inexperienced coach i know they're going to use that when things are not going well so you need yeah. somebody that can balance it off i agree you know? yeah i agree yeah that's that's a good point that was actually my next question but you've just answered i said uh with lamini being an inexperienced coach with now a very experienced change room it looks like um, yeah. How is that balance going to happen? How's that going to work? But uh, yeah, you answered that beautifully. Right, let's move on to the international news desk. What's up, Shawnee? What's up, Teko? How's it going, guys? Hey, what's up? Hey, dirty Kurt. How are you, my friend? <laughs> Good, buddy. Good. Yeah, so Barca president stepping down, Zlatan still ripping it up at 39. Talk us through it, buddy. What's happening? Well, yeah, so last night, Josep Maria Bartomeu um, resigned from his position as president. Um, embarrassingly, a day after saying that he hasn't for a second considered resigning. So um, that's pretty embarrassing. That's not a good look. But yeah, so there was a, there was a vote of no confidence against him and his board. Um, he tried to delay that procedure due to the pandemic, um, but Spanish health authorities gave the referendum the green light. Um, on, on Monday, he gives a long, long interview in which he talks about Messi and, and how he fought to keep Messi at the club. Um, he spoke about the club's finances. Um, and then, like I just mentioned, said that he, he hasn't considered stepping down. Um, but then last night, or Tuesday, he, he walked away. Um, and that's because the the referendum was given the green light and him stepping down is essentially saying look i know how the vote's gonna go i'm just gonna you know um cut yeah. straight to it um but, but, he, the, but the whole, am i right in saying that the whole board of directors as well yes down, or his entire yeah 
uh, all of the, yeah. the and with immediate effect too. Um, yeah. And you know, this was all in a 35-minute speech in which he had no journalists around to ask him questions. Um, very convenient, of course. Um, <laughs> and then he goes and drops a huge, huge bombshell, which ties in with what we were talking about last week, um, saying that he accepted an offer to take part in the European Super League. Um, so essentially, he says, okay, I'll leave my office, but under my desk in that bin, I've, I've set a fire, and now it's for you guys to put out. Um, right. it's, it's been met with major backlash. The La Liga president, Javier Tebas, has already come out to call him you know, delusional and saying that he, he knows nothing about football. So it's a bad look for the club. Um, and look, we obviously don't know how that will play out still. But yeah, I mean, huge news. Very, very big news. It's a bad look for the bad yeah. look for the club, but but new beginnings, right? No, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Seiko. So, no, just saying. For me, he will go down in history as one of the worst presidents. Oh, <laughs> the worst, the worst, worse yeah. than the president who was actually locked up and thrown in jail, by the way. That's great. <laughs> 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 Oh my word. And then let's move on to Zlatan scoring a brace last night at 39 years old. I think that's his third brace this season already. Um, how is that possible? I know, I, mean, I know. Teko, 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 how is that at 39 to, to still keep up at that level? But Sean, Sean, I wanted to ask, like, uh, it's a question for both of you. Both of you obviously played at the highest level in, in South Africa and will mm -hmm. therefore have a better understanding of what it takes to maintain that fitness, that mental strength, um, your general health. So being 39 and being the, the leading scorer in a league that is considered one of the best in the world, I mean, that is just incredible, isn't it? Like, what, what, what you know, how does you know, he do that? It's, 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 it's freakish. I mean, we can say it's incredible, but it is, it's freaky, man. I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, who can we compare him to here? In Pusuma, maybe? But I mean, it's just like... At 39, playing in one of the best leagues in the world, like yeah. you said, Kurtz, and, and scoring for fun and still being an arrogant <laughs> that he is on social media. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's such a pleasure to watch. And it's, uh, I mean, Teko, you'll know as an outfielder as well, but it's just, I mean, you, you see sort of players in South Africa fall away, 33, 34, and this is the PSL for crying out loud. Mm. But you look at Zlatan now playing in Serie A, MLS, I mean, wherever. And he's just ripping it up. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, what do you think, Tex? Uh, for, for me, I'd say the, the, um, the type of Slatin's uh, personnel don't exist in the PSL. No. Once, once you show a little bit of that, they don't play you anymore. You become, you, 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 you're being transferred or you don't play, your contract gets terminated. It becomes too many things. Yeah. Listen, I'll say this. Zlatan is, is, he knows who he is and uh, uh, he knows what he can do. He's very arrogant with his job, but he does the business. Mm. In South Africa, you, you, you get to 29, that's your last contract. Yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah, irrespective of how well you play. So now I think in South Africa, we the only, we, 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 if, cause we compare to one of the top leagues as well. I think in South Africa, we, we don't do, we don't care about stats. Sure. We don't, we don't care. Cause if we, we, we did care about stats, some of, some of, some of the guys will still be playing right now. Yeah. Sure. You know, um, um, and I think coaches, most of the coaches, 80 to 90, 90% of the coaches in South Africa can't handle players with personalities. Yeah. Yes. So, so once you start smelling nice, you're becoming a problem. 
<laughs> and, and the dressing know, room, you start drinking coffee, you're becoming a problem. Is that why you never brush your teeth, Teko? You smell too nice. I've, I've, I've had my fair share, Chief. <laughs> so I, I, know, I, I, I know what I'm talking about. I've seen it happening with me and around me. Yeah. That people will be forced to retire, not because of their qualities, but because they, their knowledge is too much and the coaches feel intimidated because they can't tell them anything that's, that's what they point, think yeah. but if you also check most of most 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 coaches like i think kurt said it very well uh, uh one of the previous podcasts he said most coaches that never play the game they're so insecure or that play the game that were never successful as a, as a player mm, they're very yeah. insecure yeah. so i think most of the time in south africa that's the case because we get this overseas coaches from austria somewhere with the cooking certificate he comes here <laughs> you start coaching and then he realize that you're a big player and then he becomes mm-hmm. insecure because where he comes from yeah. he never had an opportunity to coach in such a team so it's it's one of those things so i think the slatans the balotelli's the diego costas they'll never play in south africa yeah, yeah of course yeah. Of and course. and i just wanted to add what i like about this latin ibrahimovic um situation in at, at milan you know, two years ago when Ronaldo joined Juventus, he spoke about how it was a huge challenge for him to take his career to Italy. Um, and Latin pretty much came out and said, well, is it really a challenge to join a team that wins the league every season? Um, yeah. and, and he was, you know, he, he challenged Ronaldo's comments um, and he returns to Serie A himself at 38 years old and oh. does the business. I mean, it's just incredible. He's basically, you know, he's, he's making light work of it. Um, so it's just, it's interesting to look at it from that angle too. He's, he's basically yeah, saying, well, I, mean, I can do it too, Paul, and I was a lot older than you, you know? It's crazy. What, what did he say? Um, Milan never had a king. Now they've got a god. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Kurt, yes. we thank you very much, my friend. Cheers, gentlemen. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, Kurt. Thanks, Sean. All right, buddy. Thanks so much. Uh, Take all, just quickly, let's just go over the fixtures for the MTN semi-final first leg. Obviously, the big one, Chiefs against Pirates, Celtics versus Supersport. Um, I'm pretty bummed that obviously the derby is going to be played behind closed doors, but it is what it is. Um, Interesting game. I thought Pirates against Amazulu were not that too... They weren't bad. Um, The results could have gone either way, though. So I think Pirates walking away from it would have been okay, um, but they had their chances and Chiefs obviously coming off a decent win against Chipper. Um, how do you see this one going? Look, I don't, I don't think Pirates have played bad this season, mm. but, but they, haven't, they haven't been great. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs, up, up and downs, but because we know what's the issue there and then it becomes easy for us to speak about it. Sure. Uh, but with how can Chiefs played yesterday, if they can apply even 50% of what they were doing yesterday on Saturday's game, yeah. they stand a great chance. Yeah. Merely because the mentality was different. You know, the energy level was different. You could yeah. see there was a belief that we wanted to win. You know, they hit the, the, the crossbar, I don't know how many times, yeah. but yeah. because they were there, they had 20 shots on goal, 10 on target. Yeah. They had, they, had, they had good intentions. If they can take that confidence, you know, that spirit that they had yesterday and take it to Saturday's game, I don't see them losing a game. But this might be a game where the, your normal derby results come through, where it becomes a draw. Sure, especially with the second leg looming. Yeah, yeah, you know, with the second leg looming, so it might be a draw. Plus, there's no pressure, there's no fans. So it might be a draw. Yeah, might I... be a, a very, very interesting draw, though. 
I, I do agree. I do yeah. agree. I, I like the fact what you said about there was a different energy in the park last night with Chiefs, a lot of young blood being introduced like we spoke about earlier. Um, and yeah, I think if they carry that into the Pirates game and Pirates still needing to find their form even though they're playing well, mm. um, I do agree. It's it, it's 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 it makes up for a, a very good a game. I, you know, obviously it's behind closed doors which sucks, but it is what it is. Celtics yeah. were super sport. Um, I think Bradley Krobler on form, on fire. And and Supersport playing good football, so I'm don't write Celtics off just yet, but I'm going for a convincing Supersport victory first leg. I don't know about yourself. Convincing. I'm going for a convincing one. Oh never, dude! Celtics are never, never. never. <laughs> Celtics is a very very tricky team, mm. and I, I just hope Celtics um, uh, present themselves very well on the day. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say this, Supersport plays with 30 midfielders, Celtics can do the same with the false nine. So, but the problem is Supersport has Hrobla. Yeah. I think that's where the difference is. Supersport yeah. has Hrobla, Celtics, we still need to find who that person is. Yeah. Yes, they've got quality players, they've got Mabenas and all the type of things, but Supersport has Hrobla. So I yeah. think if, if, if there's going to be um, um, a match winner there, if Supersport takes it, Hoblau has to be part of the goal or him scoring himself. Because yeah. I, I don't see Celtics, they're really, really defending very well. No, I agree. And interesting reports this week, Hoblau uh, being linked to Chiefs. But I think that report uh, was before that the um, the ban was upheld, so I can't see that happening, to be honest. Yeah. And it was it was sort of backup for Nurkovic, but uh, but anyway, yeah, there's been links to him going there for years. So, so Sean, can I ask you a question? Now, now that Chiefs they are where they are, can they sign people on 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 what is this thing? Yeah, you can sign you can sign players, but you can't register them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pre-contract yes. or whatever it Cur- is. Correct. So they could, uh, like I, like I believe, I think Clancy has signed for Chiefs. I don't know if it's true, but um, he would he would be on a pre-contract and he would be training with them, and he but he he cannot be registered. Yeah, but for now, like he can have a pre-contract and he can go and play for Celtics, for instance. So that's where it gets tricky. So oh, he needs to play for Celtics and then and then sign a pre-contract with Chiefs. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I wouldn't think Chiefs would allow that because of the risk of injury. Uh, but the, you know, when one year, it's, it's a long time. Man. It's 10 yeah. years in football. Any, anything can happen. Uh, anything can happen. But it's a good question. Um, no, I think Kansas Chiefs needs to still assemble their squad. Um, put them in teams that you know that it's easy for you to access them and be able to monitor them. And uh, come end of the season, they come back. You can take them to Swallows. You can take them to TTM. You can take them to all these teams where the pressure is not that much, but for them to actually keep going with the game time. So that you can some bring game them time. So you mean signing them potentially and putting them out on loan? Yeah. 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 Or, or, or you have a guys. We, we you know Team Honesty. They, they have conversation. They've got group chats also on WhatsApp. <laughs> so, so I'm sure. I'm sure Chiefs uh, uh, can sign. Can can send maybe uh, Shanti to TTM and say maybe to TTM. Hey, Chief, listen. Uh, sign him for a season, and then he's my player. Come end of the season, he comes to me. Then once you sign that side, free contract Kansas Chiefs. Then you come three years down the line. So I think those are conversations that can be had. Yeah, I agree. And and good conversations yeah. and it'll be very good for the league, I think. Yeah. Um, and then all these teams can be strengthened and whatnot. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because guys, absolutely. for me, I feel like uh, I understand the band is there, but 
I just wish it doesn't it doesn't affect other other players' dreams. It's it's sometimes it's other players have got this big dream of playing for Kansas Chiefs or all these big yeah, teams. You know, this this was an opportunity for them, but it can still happen. I just hope that the business will be done properly. Yeah, but you know, football can be cruel, Teko. Unfortunately, it always go. Absolutely yeah. cruel, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I know. yeah. It's not lacquer. but let's move on swiftly to the car of the week. Quick draw. <laughs> well done, Simon. So this we speak about the new Stel- uh, Stellenberg coach, Nassif Morris, who has got a Maserati Quattroporte GTS. The Maserati Quattroporte GTS takes the venerable Italian brand's four-door saloon to the level that has been expected of it all along. It is a stylish alternative to the BMW 7 Series. If you want a four-door, four-seat saloon with a Ferrari-derived engine in its nose, then you need to look no further than the Maserati's Quattroporte. The Italian company has just updated its flagship saloon to make it even more appealing. The biggest problem facing Maserati, however, is the quality of the opposition, the new S-Class, the BMW M6 Grand Coupe, and the Benz CLS 63 are much sharper tools and a lot cheaper. For a staggering $300,000, I could think of better things to spend my money on. Having said that, I do give it a 7 out of 10. Mm. What mm. would you spend mm. your money on, Sean Roberts? I would spend my money on... The wine. Some wine. <laughs> my beautiful wife. My child. You know, bro. Yeah, that's a lot take, of wine, huh? That's a lot of wine, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but we finish off with a motivational quote of the week this week by the new Orlando Pirates sensation, Wade Eusta. Don't be pushed by your problems. Be led by your dreams. Yeah, that's all. I like that. I like Very it. Good. Very good. Thank you, gentlemen. Take your legend. Thank yeah. you, bro. Sai, thank you for your contribution. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me contribute a little more. Uh, whether you've been listening to us on Soccer Duma, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Mahikang 96.7 FM's Game Time, thank you very much for listening. Until this time next week. In Kosi. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on the SL podcast. This is a car.